At this time, we want to spend some time thinking about the Lord Jesus Christ, who he is, what he taught, and why he came into the world. We will be looking at John's Gospel, chapter 6. It would be helpful if you would turn in your Bible to this passage so that you can follow along what is being taught. In John chapter 6, Jesus took five loaves and two fish. He multiplied them to more than enough to fill 5,000 stomachs of men plus women and children. This miracle caused the people to want to take Jesus by force and to make him their king. So Jesus withdrew to be alone on the mountain. He had not come to reign at this time, but to bring eternal life to a lost world. The next day, the crowd who had been fed went looking for Jesus and found him at Capernaum, where he had gone with his disciples. Jesus' first words to this crowd revealed their spiritual condition. He said, you seek me not because you saw the signs, but because you ate the loaves and were filled. And he told them that they should seek not the food which perishes, but the food which endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. He later said to them, You have seen me, and yet you do not believe. And he said that all that the Father gives to me will come to me, These events led to an opportunity for Jesus to do extensive teaching about himself as the bread of life sent down from heaven, which would give eternal life to those who would believe on him. Follow along as I read from John chapter 6, and we'll look at verses 48 through 58. I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness, and they died. This is the bread which comes down out of heaven, so that one may eat and not die. I am the living bread that came down out of heaven. If anyone eats this bread, he will live forever. And the bread also which I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. Then the Jews began to argue with one another, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? So Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in yourselves. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. I will raise him up at the last day, for my flesh is true food and my blood is true drink. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me, and I in him. As the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so he who eats me, he also will live because of me. This is the bread which came down out of heaven, not as the fathers ate and died. He who eats this bread will live forever." The language Jesus used here was a problem for these Jews who heard it. They asked, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? Actually, Jesus is saying the same thing here that he had been saying earlier. Earlier he had said, I am the bread of life who comes and 
He who comes to me will not hunger, and he who believes in me will never thirst. And he said, This is the will of my Father, that in everyone who beholds the Son and believes in him will have eternal life, and I myself will raise him up at the last day. And he said, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes in me has everlasting or eternal life. So Jesus' flesh and to, to, to eat his flesh, to drink his blood, is the same thing as to say to come to him and to believe on him. Coming to Jesus and believing on him results in eternal life. Eating Jesus' flesh and drinking Jesus' blood results in eternal life. Jesus is pointing to himself as the one whom the Father sent into the world to give eternal life to people who would believe on him. Because of the metaphorical language which Jesus is using, some have thought that this passage refers to the ordinance of communion where reference is made to the body and blood of Jesus. But communion is never said in Scripture to impart eternal life. It is a remembrance of Jesus' death to be observed by those who have believed on him. Jesus himself made this clear when many of his disciples were confused about his teaching. He asked, What then if you see the Son of Man ascending up to where he was before? That's in verse 62 of our chapter. What he's saying here is, if I'm literally talking about eating my flesh and drinking my blood, what are you going to do when I go back to heaven to be with my Father? He explained that it is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and are life. He's making it clear I'm talking in language about spiritual life through faith in me. So when Jesus said, truly, truly, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in yourselves. He was saying that if you bypass me, you miss out on eternal life altogether. Later in John's gospel, Jesus will say that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. In verse 56, Jesus gave another aspect of what it means to eat his flesh and to drink his blood. He said, He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me, and I in him. This speaks of an intimate, ongoing fellowship between the believer and the Lord Jesus Christ. Coming to Jesus and believing on him is more than just a ticket to heaven. It's an entrance into a dependent relationship on Jesus Christ, which produces fruit in our lives. This abiding relationship with Jesus Christ includes the promise of answered prayers because it aligns the desires of the believer with the will of God. It brings glory to God because a life like this can only be brought about by abiding in Christ. Apart from him, we can do nothing. In verse 57, Jesus indicated that those who eat him will live in a similar way that he himself lived on the earth. The living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father. And he who eats me, who is the living bread, he also will live because of me. The living Father sent the living bread to give life to those who believe. What should be our response to Jesus' teaching in this passage? 
it would be appropriate to, to ask ourselves, have I eaten of this bread of life? Can I really say that I have believed on him, on the Lord Jesus Christ, and passed from death into life? This is not a thing that we can do on our own. Jesus said that to believe on him is the work of God, in, back in verse 29. He also said, no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, back in verse 44. Later he'll say to the Jews, no one can come to me unless it has been granted him from the Father, verse 65. We must come to Jesus in humble dependence on the Father. To such, he promises, I will in no wise cast him out. This is also a time to ask ourselves, how well am I feasting on the Lord Jesus Christ? Am I abiding in him and he in me? It is through feasting on the word of God that we feast on the Lord Jesus Christ. Are we maintaining a healthy spiritual diet?